Greetings, all of you pod listeners. My name is Gerardo Munoz. This is your boy, Kevin Adams. And we are Two Dope Teachers and a Mic. End of school year edition. Oh, the greatest edition of the, the year. The greatest edition and the worst edition and of the, the year. So, so we're Good here. Bad things about the school year ending. <laughs> we're, we're back here in Two Dope Studios. Um, myself... Kevin Adams here, and a bunch of boxes. If the, you've been following the boxes, the boxes are still here. They are still here. Uh, special guest boxes. Uh, so we'll be talking to the boxes about about this. And uh, and you know, I, I think that there's a way that these boxes really do represent the struggle of teachers of color in our schools. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, today we're we're uh, we're gonna keep it pretty pretty light. Um, yeah. We probably will have a slightly shorter episode than what you're accustomed to. Um, but we'll talk a little bit about summer plans. We'll talk about some two dope professional development. Yeah. And uh, and we will be looking for your input on how you tend to spend your time. Yeah. But first, let's talk about how we do this show. <sighs> Guidelines. Guidelines. We operate, we are two teachers in the Denver metro area. We operate on um, anonymity for the most part for all of our guests. We're pretty open about who we yeah. are. We will right? not be using the box's last names today. That's right. <laughs> and uh, we don't cuss. We keep it clean. Keep it clean. You know, so we can make sure all of our young folks can access this great information. Yep. And before we go one step further... I want to shout out all my students this year. Yes. My sixth graders, the students. my gender study students, yep. my advisees who are going to be seniors this year, coming <laughs> up, up rising senior seniors. Advisement. So it's just been a great year, and I'm really proud of all of you, all the hard work, and even when we butted heads, y'all stuck with me, and I rock with y'all hard body karate. Yeah, hard body karate. Shout out to Michael Rappaport. That's yeah, it. I mean, I guess I feel like I need to shout out my students as well. Uh, we spent the last couple of class periods playing cricket. There you go. Exciting stuff. So for those of you who have no idea why <laughs> I'm teaching cricket in my classes. Uh, what standard I, is cricket? I, te I teach AP <laughs> World History. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, the first year I taught it, there was a document-based question on cricket and the formation of national identity. So some kid kind of piped up, um, hey, we should play cricket. And so I was able to persuade the principal at the time to order us a cricket set, and that's been an end-of-year tradition since. And so uh, the kids are into it. It's a lot of fun. Um, so we played a little bit of cricket. Uh, but I want to shout out all of my students, um, whether you took ethnic studies with me, whether you took Rasa studies with me, uh, or AP World History. And Kev, I got to tell you, man, um, this was not my best year teaching. You feel like that? I do, I do. Why do you feel that way? I, I was I was behind a lot. And you, know, you get to that point in your grade book when you're kind of like, <laughs> you go from the question of is everything in to is this grade a fair assessment this a fair of this assessment? child's work yeah. this semester? And I think that's that's just a piece that I'm not good at. I am not good at prioritizing what needs to be in the grade book and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the one hand, I want to represent kids' achievement on every level that I can. Yep. On another level... Ain't nobody got time for that. Like that's there's hard. so much that goes into there's so much that goes so into it, and I think there is a big limitation. I was talking with one of my uh, advisees. Uh, shout out to Aaliyah and Melina who came and helped me clean up my classroom yeah. a little bit. Uh, there may have been school service and pizza in it for them, but they that's did it anyway. Always a good thing. Um, but you know, I was talking to this student about about this, and she in my AP class discovered that the public schools are part of the Industrial Revolution, that initially public schools were established to feed a job market, That's to right. place people into That's labor. Right. And so when I think about that, I'm like, why do I have to do these grades? But um, but but my grades are in, in case my supervisor is listening. They're, yes. They're all, well, they're okay, so they're in, they're not... We're not going to go there, um, but they're it's kind of an interesting in. thing. They're in the process of being they're finalized. Getting they're That's getting in. And you know how it is. Like, in this digital age, you put in one grade, and you already have an email. Yeah. Because kids yeah. are checking, and yeah. you're clicking refresh, like, every few seconds. Sixth graders like, aren't quite like that no. as much. Well, <laughs> clearly, you have not checked your email, because my child would probably be that person. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but I think... Despite the fact that I'm not super pleased with my performance in the classroom this year, one thing that I kind of discovered was um, it, in in our school, you know, it's a community. Yeah. And one thing I realized, particularly in the um, in the ethnic studies classes that I taught, where those classes tended to fall a little bit by the wayside, um, the kids stepped up. And learning became this collaborative effort. Teaching and learning became collaborative. And I think 
that says a lot about a school com- community yeah. where we still have a good experience and we did it because we worked together. It was not just my job to teach them and it was not just their job to learn. Yeah. Like we yeah. all engaged yeah. in that. Um, our students in the Rasa Studies class have successfully petitioned the school to change the name of the library. That's right. I and name that. it after uh, Sor Juan Inés de la Cruz. And we actually, uh, the um, the picture of the plaque is uh, is up on, on Instagram, on the Two Dope Teachers Instagram. Follow us there. Um, and so they super did that without any of my um, sort of <laughs> meddling. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, they I, made it happen. and uh, They ordered a plaque, too. Ordered right? a plaque. And yeah. I want to shout out uh, somebody that you and I both know. Uh, shout out Rick Griffith, yeah. who uh, who generously produced the, the plaque for us. Nice. Uh, really good guy. Hopefully he's following us on this show. Uh, Rick Rick is chilling in Europe right now. Chilling in Europe. Uh, but he made this thing possible, so so it's really great. So, so we're here to talk a little bit about the end of the year. Uh, we hope that you all are taking a little bit of time out for yourselves and for us, more oh, importantly. Yeah. Uh, to talk a little bit about, to think a little bit about what this summer is going to be. I think, I think as teachers, so much of our identity is wrapped up in what happens between the four walls of our classroom that we sort of forget how to be people. Yeah, it's funny. Do you forget this, how to be a person? At this time of year, like I, I was saying earlier, like I start to be like, what do I do? I don't have to plan a lesson. I don't have to grade. I don't have to get ready for like a conversation with my colleagues or a yeah. meeting, you know, like, and so I start to be like, what do I do with myself? Yeah. What it's like? I kind of have to find myself again. You know? Yeah, it's true. So you work in the garden. You know, you walk the dog, play, get back to my guitar the we, way I want it. I see some of our colleagues walking around outside the studio. Yeah. We tried to get a couple of people in here. Tried to get them. We but, got a lot. They, of stuff they got a lot of business they're trying to take care of. So but, you uh, know, that's it. But we got the boxes. Finding myself getting back to reading books. You know that like for I pleasure, pleasure for like fun. That's nice. what are you reading these days, man? What am I reading? You know, oh, see now I, you're on blast. I, you're like, oh, what am I reading? <laughs> I don't really have anything right on the deck. <laughs> I, like, wait, wait. Do I? Do, I thought I bought a book. What did I buy? <laughs> I have like a stack of books at home. I know, you know? it's hard. It, it's hard because there's always like a bunch of books that you know. And for me, I one thing I try to make sure that I do every day is read a few lines of a book I'm reading. So right now I'm reading The Brief and Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde. Uh, by the great Dominican writer uh, Juno Diaz, and it's and it's funny because like I started this book like a month ago. I'm like thirty pages in, but it's because like I'll read a paragraph and then fall asleep. But I'm but like eventually you kind of pick up steam. Yeah. Reading a fantastic biography of Harriet Tubman. I'm oh you've been pages in. You've been I've been that. I'm eighty pages in. You remember I started this yeah. probably in two thousand twelve. I hate books like that. Yeah, and I'm also you. Know what I'm doing man. I'm I I have to admit I'm participating in. Uh, white supremacist elitism right now. Yes, I always good to get into. I downloaded my first, my first uh, set of lectures from the great courses. Oh, wow. yeah, you know they got that music that's yeah. gonna haunt your dreams. It's all there. <laughs> but I'm actually learning Chinese history right now. There you through go. It. Like it's it's called from Yao to Mao, five thousand years of Chinese history. That's pretty good. Which is making me sort of hate myself for how I teach Chinese history and AP World History. I'm like, wait. Are you growing as a teacher? There are many dynasties. There are like sub-dynasties. It's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so you put me on blast. I don't know what I'm going to read. I got I got something at home. I mean, we all have that stack of books, right? That stack of books. I'm yeah. trying to think about what was on it. Uh, what's in it? What What is in it? We can't think of it. We right can come now. back to it. I'll the, figure it out. The other thing uh, we want to do is we want to go ahead and uh, shout out our good friend uh, uh, Medianoche Comandante. Yes. Um, a wonderful, wonderful science teacher who will be moving on to pursue her MD PhD. Yeah, big shout. That's out. That's just ridiculous because like I'm not that smart. No. Like, and uh, very few of us are, but uh, she has been a wonderful presence in our school. So we want to shout her out. Also want to shout out our Wu Tang teachers. Wu Tang teachers. Uh, hopefully. We've been. I've. I've been talking to y'all on Twitter. We need to connect uh, soon. We're gonna. Hey man, we got plans. You, since you're not on Twitter, like well, I'm gonna keep, have to relay keep it a, to keep you. A brother in the mix. I well, yeah. So so I'll I'll get you uh, off mic with that. But hopefully all y'all are um are ending your years really well and um getting ready to gather up and and hang out together and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. We're on Twitter at Two Dope Teachers. You can also like us on Facebook. Send us an email Two Dope Teachers at Gmail com so let, let's get to this a little bit um how do you think how's your end of year gone you know it's 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 been a, a reflective end of the year yeah i think you know and every year i feel like i'm, I'm this way where i think about 
what I've done. Does it all matter? You asked the big questions, you know, like you felt like, you're like, I felt like I'm not as good. And I feel like I kind of get a... Now, the, now there's students wandering around. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording a little bit earlier than usual, but... That's um, all right. Yeah. That's all right. But, you know, like, uh, just find it... For, bringing it all to a close and asking myself, what does it all mean? What's the purpose of it all? You know, what am I really measuring kids, especially my sixth graders? Cause it's not the same outcome, right. you know, for a high school class yep. where it's credit related. And there's so much that they're doing in so many ways that they're growing and developing. Right. And, and, and so as, as I'm reflective, I start to think about what I think like in the last couple of days, I've been thinking, maybe I've been thinking about teaching in the wrong way and what it's about. And, and right now I feel like, it's like I know we say it's about the relationship, but like I, that's coming clearer to yep. me. You know, yep. as like I hear senior presentations, see the connections that I make with my students at the end, see the yeah. whole trajectory, and it's like, it, does some of the stuff that I trip about and get like worried yeah. about in yep. my head does yep. that matter? Where does it all play out, and what does it mean to these kids when yeah. they're like, "Oh, you were a good teacher. That was a good class." Yeah. And you think about sixth grade, I'm like, I don't remember anything from sixth grade, you know? And I'm like, but what is it that I'm doing? What are the memories that I want them to hold? Yeah. You know, was, was I compassionate? Was yeah. I, you know, there for them when they needed me? Did I hold them to the fire enough at those times? You know, did they hear those words of right. wisdom, you know? And I think I just sit with those questions, and it's where I start to think, Every year, you know, what does it mean to be a teacher? You know, I like write up an action plan about this. This is actually one of the things that I really admire you about because when I sit down to write an action plan, it becomes this exercise in self loathing and like disappointment in myself. Uh, But you seem to do it. I just uh, like think about it. So, how do you, what goes into this action plan? How do you do it? This this is actually because I think one of the things that I struggle with is how to end a year on a positive note, even if I end end strong or end well, which I would not argue I did this year. Um, even when, when things close up well, like, I think that, um, I think it just becomes very, like, really hard for me to, like, do that. So I've always been curious about this practice. You know, what I do is usually towards the end of the year, I start thinking about things that worked. And I start with that and just put things that I know I want to do again. Like, what things worked? And then I go from, like, the things that worked to like what things can I do better or improve on or like if I found like a cool lesson that I saw like I'm like use that lesson again you know or make sure to ask these types of questions and sometimes I don't do all of it on there like I have stuff about my SLOs and how I want to put that together but I have stuff about like just basic classroom practice like next year I'm like I want to put up signs that encourage kids like to like stick with it mm-hmm. to just be like look you can do it it always gets better you know, it's not the end, it's the beginning. To, to have them have that growth mentality. You know what I've always wanted to put up on my wall is a big sign that says, Palante, siempre palante. Like, and it's uh, it's Spanish, but it's a very Puerto Rican sort yeah. of, um, it means uh, forward, always forward. That's it. And so, which makes you think of Luke Cage. Yeah. Because that's Pop's That in, is right? Pop's <laughs> um, But yeah, like, I think I think that, like, I've thought about that a lot too. My wife, because she's an elementary school teacher, she's like, you need quotes up on your yeah, wall. I think we forget it. As we do. I think secondary teachers, and this is what I, like, <clears throat> you know, I've noticed is that we, we tend to forget about some of that stuff, about kids coming into, like, a, a really cool environment that motivates them and makes them feel like this is a real special place you know like you walk into schools where it's like and it's usually tends to be white schools you know suburban schools where there's so much and i feel like teachers in urban districts like we are like you come in your first year and you're like what do I put on my walls? Yeah. You know, and you have to go around and you're like, and then you have to deal with fire code begging and people. all that kind of yeah, stuff. To yeah. to what to put up. And yeah. And you end up with a hodgepodge of stuff. I remember my first classroom, I had like some American history stuff, some world history stuff, <laughs> some like random, like yep. geography type yep. of stuff, yep. you know, that yep. none of it fit together. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, kids, kids get something out of that. And yeah. I think those words, that, that means something that we could use as touchstones, you know, yep. especially for our kids of color. Because a lot of times, you know, they're growing up with these sayings in their homes, you know, like yeah. stuff like that. But thinking about like, just like, how can I bring those sayings from like kids' homes that they have, right? Yeah. And put those as part of the motivation. That makes me think of, I have a friend who, uh, who, uh, 
he did a lot of his teaching and he was a school leader in New Orleans for a long time. And when he moved up here and we were colleagues, uh, he had a big like painting on his wall that said Du Voitou. Yeah. Which is a very uh, New Orleans way of saying God sees all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's interesting because, like, that was, like, his, like, when you talk about, like, relating something to the population that you work with, like, that's that's kind of they the way it goes. They connected to him, you know? Like, like your idea of using, there's sayings in Spanish, I know, like, that my kids have, that they've grown up with. There's sayings yep. that I've grown up with, you know? That help motivate us. But, like, thinking about things like that, yeah. that's what goes well, in the and action I, plan. And what's really key to me is... Um, is that you, not for a second, did you even talk about the things that went wrong? And no, I think... No, I try to move so on. Does that, does that not... Yeah. Because I think that we, like, one, one of my great mentors um, in helping me, I, I had this soccer team that was very perfectionist girls yeah, team, yeah, right? Yeah. So no matter what they did, they were always really down on themselves for what they didn't do effectively. And he said, well, tell them that soccer is a game of of opportunity. It's not a game of perfection. And so I've kind of taken that mindset into teaching a little bit. Now, I'm really bad because <laughs> I will I will spend the next few weeks feeling bad about what I didn't do didn't effectively. Do. Yeah. But I think that says a lot that and and we will post this on all of our platforms. Yeah. Um because it it sounds like that you've been doing this how long? So I think I started maybe Five years ago, I think the year before I came here, okay, I started at Mori like that, that last <laughs> been year. Five years already. This is my fourth year, so, so it was so like the last year at Mori, but yeah. this is my fourth year. But uh, you know, and I started the process, and it just kind of sitting there, you know, after my conversation with my uh, evaluator principal, you know, started to just think about, well, what can I do? What are mm. the things that I want to do? You know, just that proactive things about things that I'm noticing that work in my room and don't work. Yeah. And it and and then, you know, I'd start to go to PD and I get ideas there. And so like I always keep my action plan if I'm at a PD session that's really good. Yeah. Like I'm like I was at the ISS. So it's, it's kinda of like a living document. Yeah, right? it's a living document. And like a like like I don't think about what didn't work. I, I move on from that. I'm like, okay, that that. Do you really just move on from it? I try. You know, like I go home and think about well, you it. You think about, it, but that but, doesn't find its way into your but, action. But plan. I try not to let it. You know, unless it was something that it like never do this again. But yeah. like in my head, I know I'm never. I'm like, no, that was really bad. Yeah. You know, but other things, I'm like, that works, and it's not even like kids always like it. You know, it's. What I thought was effective. Yeah. What helped get ideas, you know? So, like, it's, it's certain videos. Yeah. It's in, yeah. And putting links to, like, certain sources that I find yeah. in there because I'm like, yeah. what oh, was that again? This explained it so perfectly for the kids. Yeah. And when they got on it, you know, I was like, that was a day where we didn't have any problems. It was real easy, everything. Now, yeah. the problem is, you know, when you put links and stuff and you go get the 404 message, <laughs> no, right. like, it's gone. Uh, yeah, it's funny it? how the good ones don't get maintained. Yeah, it's no, very frustrating. No. <laughs> no, it is. You know? Yeah, no, I hear you. And, you know, I think it's interesting because it's a very, like, and we encourage everybody out there to engage in this type of reflective practice because the thing is that, you know, I read somewhere that teachers probably make more decisions per day than any than any other field of oh, work, it's crazy. you know, it's crazy. and that included like law enforcement yeah. and uh, medical professionals. Like shout out to my law enforcement and medical professional friends. We know that what you do is it's hard. hard, but the number of decisions <laughs> that have to be made in a ninety minute like class multiple period at the same like I'm, at the same at time. The, I realized like yeah. our principal was like. Did you even realize that you were doing all yeah. of that? I'm like, there was not like, really. I was kind of just going about. What I remember I did. seeing a meme somewhere that said, "Teaching is like, was it? Teaching is like tending a garden, except the garden is on fire. Your clothes are on fire. The tools are on fire. Everything is on fire." <laughs> That's pretty much it. You're like, I, "What am I doing? What am yeah. I doing?" Well, you have Where's to make these snap decisions and like. Um, and, and, and it just kind of happens. So when you have to make this many snap decisions, they're not all going to be correct. No. And they're not no. all going to be well thought through. No. And you're not going to remember all of it. How many times have you had a kid show up in your room for a committee meeting that you forgot you agreed to? Like, um, oh, you're like, oh, yeah, that was today, right? Uh, it's sorry. a good thing I wasn't going to make copies for my next class or anything like that. You know, so I think that, but I think the emphasis on the positive, like, and guys, this is this is a simple two-part action yeah. plan. Yeah, it's not, um, it's not fancy. What worked? And what would you like to do better? Because I think implicit in that second piece is that, 
it's not that something you did did not work because you trust yourself as a veteran teacher yeah. that what you came up with was a good idea. Maybe the execution could have been better. Maybe, it. you know, you teach sixth grade, so maybe the dots could have been closer yeah, together. Yeah. Maybe there are other versions of this that you could have brought into into account. But, but I like that you... Because when we say something didn't work... And essentially what we're doing is we're discounting every part of our yeah, practice, yeah, right? No. We're basically we... saying that from word go, this was bad. Yeah. And like, I remember, <laughs> I remember the first time I taught civics, I was like, well, let's just make this Congress and let's just make all the rules and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, and it was a little bit like trying to teach yourself Russian. Yeah. And yeah. it was a, it was a little bit of a train wreck. And you realize you're like, oh, wait a minute, I don't even know Russian. But it was a, but it was a good idea, right? Yeah, it was, no, a, good it was idea a good idea for them to it's engage. Perfect. But it's I just, perfect. but I didn't properly like structure. It yeah. as well as I could have, like my student teacher and I. Sh uh, shout out to Davy. Somebody give Davy a job. Give her a job. She is people. a beast. She is a amazing. Beast. Great um, debate coach. But she, we, that's right. Uh, we will post her resume at Two Dope Teachers that's right. <laughs> on Instagram. Two Dope Teachers. Two Dope uh, Teachers teaching. Uh, we find we find your job. Find we, your, we will get you a job. We get you a job, or, or, or we'll at least yell at people over the airwaves and to get uh, you a job. Doesn't help if they download but don't listen. Um, but you know, we we like experimented with all this stuff. We did a mock city council meeting. We did a mock ICC proceeding. Um, we did a mock Senate committee hearing, and it wasn't amazing. No, but the kids enjoyed it, and we learned a lot. And so and that's the start. Yeah. I feel like this is what like. Teachers of color, I feel like, and have these ideas, right? And you're like, should I do yeah. it? And, but do it. Try it. Yeah. Put it out there. Yeah. And it's going to be messy at yeah. first, right? It's like my I mean, be clear learning. about what you need to do. Like, be clear about what they need. But, but definitely be clear that this is... Because I think one of the things, especially as we got into the Mock City Council meeting, you know, the kids realize that this is something that you can just do in your life. You can show up yeah. to a council meeting yeah. and offer your perspective and demand accountability of your elected officials. Are you going to wait until you're 25 years old to show up to your first one? Or do we make the classroom a site Where do I learn to of do that? freedom? Where right? do I learn to do that? This is where, and this is what, 11 straight episodes referencing Bell Hooks Real and Paulo Freire, where they talk about how, you know, this... Like, the school needs to be a laboratory for life. The school That's is right. not life. That's right. Um, but it needs to be a place where they practice for the freedom that eventually we hope they will have. And the beauty is, like, like this is a safe space. Like, yeah. it, it, that's what I, I feel like we forget that, that this is a laboratory. Yeah. And what we're doing, what we're, our, and, like, it sounds harsh, we're experimenting with kids, yeah. right? We're seeing what works. What, what, what will get them ready, prepared to go out in the world and do the things yeah. that we know they're going to have to do? And and I don't mean just going to be workers, you know, and following orders and following that industrial model. Where but what they're, just, but really, what, what they're going to be about? What does it take to like when you realize your family's falling apart? How do you yeah. build the connections and strengthen your yeah. family? And when agree you more. see what's coming in and your community is being transformed by gentrification, yep. how do you know how to take action? Yeah. Shout to, out to us. We did a gentrification unit. Shout out shout to out. my ethnic studies class, my Wu Tang students. Oh, big stuff like and, that. Uh, and I know some of y'all listen. So that's, that's like, that was good stuff. That's, I feel like, the real stuff because now a kid, even in the back of their mind, they're like, Wait a minute! I know, like I know what to do in this situation. This I learned. Mr. Munoz told me yeah. this is when I go to a meeting. I got to be prepared, and I yeah. need to say these things. That's right. And 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 it's gonna make be a little nervous because I'm not gonna know everybody, and yeah. I might be the only person of color there. Yeah. But I got to be willing to go and that's do right. it. That's right. And you can't be willing unless you've tried here. Yeah. You know, and I think that's one of the best things about our school is that. Even our shyest kids yeah. end up presenting. Yeah. Even getting and if you're not having your kids present stuff, if they're not being leaders, if they're not getting up in front, they're never gonna learn. Yeah. You know. No, that's right. That's right. And so, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a lot of that, just kind of reflecting. But that that's my challenge to myself also, and my challenge to all of you out there listening that um, that really really evaluate your work in terms. Of the things that just went well, yeah, and like positive coach yourself because I think there's nobody more self critical um, than a teacher. Like I had a friend that asked me, well, I heard that the evaluations are really tough and all those observations and the data and all that kind of stuff, and I just kind of smiled. I'm going into my 19th year, yeah. so it's yeah. like I've been through all manner yes, of evaluation yes. processes and all types of objectives <laughs> and data and all that kind of thing. And my my whole thing was like, I was like, well, no matter how hard. Um, 
evaluations can be, none of it's as hard as I am on myself. No, that's and the I think part. that's a really a key point that you know teachers give yourselves a break. Like y'all worked hard, you made it to the end of the year. That's good. And um, and really start thinking about the good things that you did and how you want to build on that. Um, there's plenty of time to feel bad about yourself. You need to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I'm challenging myself to do an action plan as you have described. And I challenge all you out there. Um, we'd love for you to share that stuff with yeah. us. It'd be a really good thing. It to It makes see. you feel good too. Like in the end, you're like, I'm a I'm a I'm a professional, right? Like That's right. I, I That's right. take care of my stuff, and and I don't need someone to come in from the outside. That's right. Because in the end. I, I know what I'm doing. And, you, yeah. and and I feel like all of our evaluators, if we do action plans, they're going to be like, oh, wow, y'all are professional. Y'all yeah. really thinking about this stuff yeah. that nobody's thinking about. Yeah. You know, and it's that forward thinking. I think the idea that it's, I'm always going to have another chance, That's right? right. That That's I right. got more students coming. That's right. And, and it might not have been perfect for every kid. Yeah. But I, I darn sure tried my best. Yeah. Right? Like, like, uh, like, uh. Scarface said, I tried. I tried. Please <laughs> I tried. say that I tried. Well, and, and I think about with my students, I'll, one of the first things that I say to them at the beginning of the year is, hey, guys, guess what? Um, I'm not as good as I will be next year, but I'm better than I was last year. That's right. And so it's kind of this mixed thing. It's like, well, you're going to get some, uh, some positive, and there's going to be some stuff that we're all going to grow through, and uh, we're going to work on that. Um so it's it's just an interesting thing. We we got we got students wild out. Students. We can't keep them wild out of the school. Uh, we're gonna take a little break. Take a um, pause, and then pause. and then we'll be back. You won't even notice us yeah, being gone. Yeah. Take a little pause, and uh, we'll be back to talk about our summer plans. It'd be nice if we had commercials. And to give yeah, <laughs> hey, we need to. Hey, we were talking about getting some. Who are we talking about trying to? Get Trying some to, advertisers. We don't local. need very many advertisers. Yeah. Like, hey, yo, Squarespace, I know you'd be throwing money at everybody. Yeah. Like, like, hook us up with a second mic. Oh, uh, we could do Harry's Razors. Harry's Razors. Harry's, Harry's Razors. Harry's Razors. I'm not shaving these days, so I'm not sure that um, that that'll work with me. But, yeah, oh, Harry's man. Razors, they do a lot. Um, <sighs> and then, uh, yeah, there's a lot of different we stuff. We can find some. But hit us up if you're looking for advertising. That's right. That's right. We, we can advertise. We have, do, we have dozens of listeners. We got good deals. <laughs> good low rates. Low rates. All right. We will be back, and then we'll get with you. And we're back. It's like we never left. No. no. <laughs> Y'all didn't even notice the our The magic break. of radio. The magic of radio and podcasting. Of podcasting. Yeah. So, this is not radio. So we'll, uh, you know, and, and we'll revisit these whole, these topics about um, about how we plan for the next year, about how we build on the positives. Reflecting and, on what, um, and what really, you've done. Yeah, reflect on what we need to do. Um, what you got going for summer, man? What's your summer plans? Right now... We don't really have a lot. I'm going to, we have a wedding. Big shout out to Riley Swanson III. Uh, congratulations Doing it to big. Riley Swanson III. Well this summer, done. going to Atlanta in June, early June. Mm. Uh, what's, the, it, what's it like in early June? Is uh, it hot? It's hot. It's yeah. starting to get hot. So yeah. the humidity's starting to build. Okay. You're going to be sweating. You'd be yeah. sweating like... See, and that's you, bad. I Like, I sweat here. Yeah, when like, you get out of the car, like, when you get out of, like, because there's air conditioning everywhere, right? Yeah, they got to be. But then yeah. you, like, get out and you you like, oh, I'm sweating. I'm wet. I'm always, <laughs> Already. Already. <laughs> but I'm excited. You know, go see the fam, see grandma, see, you know, my cousins, all the cousins. Yeah, that's and all right. And so that's a good thing. And then, you know, I think... The plan is for me and Takari to do some camping. Takari all right, all right. is my son. He's he is the greatest nine year old. Shout out Takari. Shout out to Takari. And so he's been writing a list of things that like our camping supply gear list. That's all right. Our fishing supplies. Yep. And then the band is I'm supposed to that. put the final touches on recording our demo record. Oh wow! So in case this is like gone unspoken yeah, in yeah. ten and a half episodes. Yeah. Uh, Kev's in a band. Yeah. 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 Hit them up, and and if you if you like the intro music, that's that's the band that's right the band. there playing a little song we call the yeah. Bleeding Tree. Yeah, iTunes. That is like that 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 is like we have legal right to use that's that music. Our, so that's our music. So don't get on us. Yeah. don't get on us. We have yeah. the artist permission. But other than that, you know, just hang out, refresh. Like I said, start catching up on my reading. Get yeah. to the reading that I want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, just relax. Yeah. Really spend time with the kids. Yeah. You know, do do some silly stuff, some water balloon fights, some yep, water gun sure. fights. For sure. You know, what about you? What about you? You know, actually, like, it, it gives me great pleasure to say nothing. Oh. 
Not a dang thing. Not a dang thing. You know, and which is not true. Uh, obviously, there's things to do around the house. Yes, uh, that honeydew list always yeah. comes. Like, well, it's, yeah, and and my wife, shout out to Claudia, like isn't like all about the honeydew list. Oh, that's um, good. She understands that I need to recover and recuperate, and uh, you should see her, man. She she would get heated when people are like, "Well, at least you get the summers off." And this was before she was a teacher. Oh yeah, herself. yeah, yeah. And so that was pretty wild. But um, nah, you know, <laughs> we we got a couple of uh, little road trips planned. Oh, that's good. Um, there's soccer camps for you know for for Tatiana and uh and you know I'm just not doing a whole lot like I I don't have I don't have trainings that I have to go to this yeah that summer. is the good thing there That's was the one there was thing. the one that came out that said like, well if you're not using you know the district assessment this training is optional and to me optional, optional? means I am my option is I'm gonna stay home I'm not gonna do that <laughs> I'm not gonna do that unless you tell me I have to um, so I so I'm doing that. I used to do a soccer camp through uh, you know through high school athletics, and uh, and I'm actually not even going to do that. Not because even doing I, that. I'm the kind of person that like freaks out anytime I have to work with kids. Yeah. Like and so even though it used to just be like two evenings a week, two hours at a pop, and there was like five days in between, like you know sessions at some point. I would spend all day like worrying about what session I'm going to run yeah, and yeah, how yeah. it's all going to work. And it's just like, I, and, and that was like a month long. And so I'm not doing that. Um, I, I anticipate some trips to mile high comics with that. There you go. We haven't done that in a little That's while. Good. Um, That's good. And so, yeah, so it's interesting. Um, you know, we're just going to be relaxing a little bit. Like I said, doing some stuff around the house. Um, looking forward to my marathon training. Yes, uh, yes. I will begin Prepare. that in mid to late June. There we um, go. Getting ready to run NYC in November. I'll be there for the emotional support. It sounds good. The it actual good. physical support. No, yeah. That's <laughs> the, well, and that's the, and that's the funny thing is that like they say that you should have like a running buddy because not for not for the reasons you would think. <laughs> Because when you're running with somebody, you tend to talk. Yeah. And when you yeah. talk, you're not like killing yourself over long distances. Oh, that makes sense. And that so makes you sense. end up kind of like occupies your taking mind a gradual a thing. I have a friend who ran a Division One, and um, and he said to think of it as a 20 mile really easy jog followed by a 10k. And I'm like, all right, that might help a little bit. <laughs> but he's funny. I asked him too. I was like, so what? What should I do about diet? And he pauses and he goes. Eat. Eat. I'm like, all right. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think about something to um, something to wear for the race. Like, I thought about... Oh, yeah, thought, you gotta have a you got to have a good outfit. i got to have a thing. Well, I'm not going to wear a costume. There was a dude a couple years ago. My brother-in-law ran uh, NYC, and, uh, and he was dressed as the Eiffel Tower. And <laughs> I'm not kidding you. He had an Eiffel Tower that was probably about seven feet tall on top of his head, running 26 It was sturdy. It wasn't flopping around. Yeah, it wasn't it was, flopping it was... around. That thing looked heavy. I'm like, how are you doing this? That's I'm what not, I'm always like when I'm I see trying to people do that. like that. I'm like, that's impressive. First of all, the running yeah. on its own. Yeah, just but by itself. Up, like, I can itself. hardly wear a Halloween costume all night if I go to a costume party or something. Like, seriously. They take off this part. Some of these people this. are just on a different level. But, like, yeah, so so I'm trying to figure out, like, a T-shirt. It'd be cool to get a two-dope, like, running tech yeah, shirt, you know, yeah. and, like, do that. Uh, my advisor wants me to, like, put all their names on, on a shirt and that wear makes that sense. for them. That makes sense. Of course, I don't know if they're going to do anything to make that happen. They'll talk about <laughs> it. Like, They'll talk about that's it. That's good. Yeah. 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 So no, I mean, I think I think uh, summer finally is going to be uh, a time of some relaxation. Cause, yeah, man, I, I think really I think we it. often forget about that as yeah. teachers, you know, and parents, is that I need some space. Like we always <laughs> tell the kids, I'm like, take it easy, yeah. be ready to go. But like, I'm thankful too. This year, we don't have to do all those trainings. I'm like. Oh, usually I'd be like prepared next week to go to something yeah. for a week. It's like, know? oh, don't forget you have this thing, and then there's this other thing. And then you and start then thinking about thing. the next year, and oh, you're like, oh man. my gosh, we have to do all this. Yeah, which so, I'm gonna have to do. Like, I, I'm just, planning is just not something I'm good at, and so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta spend some time. Well, I always on that. tell myself I'm gonna do a little something extra, you know, in yeah. the summer, yeah. and then I put it off, yeah, put it off, yep. and then like it comes it's, back time to go. And it's I'm like, almost I didn't like, it. like I want to plan right now. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to get home. And then what I tend to think about is like, oh, this is sad. How am I planning already? <laughs> yeah. like, I shouldn't be planning yet. And I'll do that for like a month. <laughs> and then like the day before I come back, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing this year. I don't, I don't know. It's like crazy. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so and I'll do some reading for sure. Uh, hopefully finish that Harriet Tubman book. Um, and, uh, you know, I got a stack of books. It's just stack waiting for my attention. Um, going to read some bell hooks just cause we got to bring her up. Gonna again. Bring more bell hooks. Need more bell hooks for sure. For sure. Yeah. Did so you, did you know that 
Hari Kondabolu uh, is... That's easy for you to say. Bell Hooks is, like, friend? Yes. Did you hear him talk? Yes. I'm like, how can we become friends with Bell Hooks? Well, see, Hari, like, actually, I think the... So, the Politically Reactive podcast did actually reply to one of our tweets. And they that did. was kind of cool. Or they liked us tweeting about them. I don't know what it was, but I'm like, so there's acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. We gotta, we, yeah. We need it's, to we're like, it's like, it's like, like almost one, if we can, yeah, it's like one degree to Bell Hooks, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what we've got to get to. Yeah, we got to get If there. someone could just reach out to Bell Hooks and say, hey, there's a really cool podcast that you might be interested podcast in. Podcast is just too dope. It's and, too dope. Uh, it's too dope. It's yeah. about, it's about stuff that you're into. Yeah. So like, yeah, so, so we, uh, so we're, we're looking at the summer and, um, how do you think a teacher can make the best use of summer, particularly as teachers of color, right? You because, know, like, a lot of us still have to, you know, kind of keep that grind, and we got a lot of yeah, things going yeah. on. And I think teachers of color, you know, for me, it's like touching in with those stuff that, that keep me keep me grounded, right? Yeah. So going to find those homeboys who aren't teachers, yeah. you know, and aren't yeah. in education, or homegirls, you know, to, to, to go and, like, you know, do some of the stuff that I used to do, you yeah. know, to, to, to crack those jokes, but also like catching up <laughs> on what, what's popping with the kids, you know, yeah. like what music are they going to be listening to this summer? What's yeah. the tracks? Yeah. So when I come back, you know, I have an idea of what they're about, you yeah. know, go see some of the movies that they're into, yeah. you know, but like also humanizing it for yourself. Like, what do you want to do? What, right. what do I like? Yeah. You know, get with your art, yeah. write some poems, yeah. you know, I feel yeah. like. Go to the park and just chill. Spend yeah. time with your dog. Yeah, you know all the stuff that teachers love to do, but we don't get to do. Yeah, throughout the year that makes us human. That makes us feel like oh, well, like go to the bathroom whenever you want to. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's like this bathroom. I don't is ask mine. permission. I'm mine. going to the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have to be like, hey, will you watch my class for yeah, just exactly. a quick second? Oh, but I go to the bathroom. And then if you leave like your sixth graders for just a quick second. Eating lunch away from a desk where you're not just like, yeah, exactly. hold on, I'm trying to. When you're trying not to get food on your keyboard or on the <laughs> papers that you're grading or like trying to like eat but not talk with your mouth full in that meeting that you had at lunch. That's, that's yeah, a- I mean, I think, I think that's absolutely right. And I think particularly, you know, I was talking to um, a colleague of ours who's Native American and you know, like looking at the types of things that this individual has had to work through all year. Yep. Not so much at our school, but at another school. Yeah. Um, yep. And like the type of like rest and recovery, like I, I, I think you and a few of our coworkers are like the only person of color I rarely spend time with. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the rest of the time, aside from my students, like I'm sleeping or yep. doing other things. Yep. And so I think like getting back with uh, with the people that we care about and, and reconnecting with that community is absolutely um, it's absolutely key, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, pl- I plan on, like, getting, like, reconnected with that stuff. I want to do some writing. Um, I'm, f- I'm feeling like I'm, I'm discovering too late that um, that it's something that I really enjoy doing. I want to, like, yeah. know, sort of put, put some uh, commitment into it. And, um, and just really, like, also forgiving myself if I take an hour here or there to do a little bit of work, yeah, right? Because yeah. it's not the same and you're thinking clearly and in a lot of ways it is a good time to start to be thinking removed about from it all. how am I going to academically attack the year that's coming, yeah. you know? And I think it's space for me to be creative, right? Yeah. There's not the same constraints. Yeah. And like if I come up with an idea, I'm like, let me try this. Yeah, let's just develop it. Let me, it, let me do it, you know? I don't, I don't know where, where it's going to go or what it's going to lead to. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's a time for possibility. Yeah. If, you know, for what could be. As I think back to like students, you used to come in You'd be so excited for the beginning of the year. Yep. You know, what's going to happen? Which girls am I going to talk to? <laughs> you know, am I going to be dressed fresh enough yeah. on that day yeah. one, right? Well, I know I wasn't going to be dressed fresh enough, so. No, you always one, had something, one, no, one no girls talking to me. One so no girls. Kind of, yeah, but oh, but, but it didn't keep you from scheming, though. You like, always had to you're scheme. You're always thinking about it. You always had to have, like, a. but, yeah, it didn't necessarily yeah. happen. But, yeah, no. But, I mean, and, and kind of, like, getting uh, like getting on the board with that kind of excitement about, you know, about school like school days you know and yeah and coming back and, re- and you know it's it's a good reminder that you know just like we get excited to come back like we are presiding over these kids like that's right years that's and, right like the memories and the, the silly stuff they're going to talk about how what they used to do in middle school and high school that's right they um, always do because we do right as adults we we kind of do that yeah but you, you know what? there's one thing i do get annoyed with though what's that there's no sports to watch. That is the... This like, okay, is the, so... Like, you shout, watch baseball. 
Yeah, but you know my my cons- I, man, I've been hurt one too many times by our baseball <laughs> franchise because what will happen is that April and May they look sharp. It's yeah, like this, this year, the hottest team in baseball, great. hottest team in baseball, and then we got it's June second, so countdown to June swoon. Stuff's going bad. And then by the end of June, it's like over. The Rapids were great last summer, yeah. and now they're in last place again. Oh, that's the worst. And so, like, basically, I get to catch the NBA finals, which yeah, is going to be great. Good. It's going to be great. Good game last night. You know, and there's yeah, and, and but. There, it's like, it's it's like, two things that teachers cannot do if you're on a traditional calendar. You can't watch sports. That's right. And you can't travel. That's right. Because in the summer everything is too expensive. So, <laughs> so like, I feel like we're starting to transition into the complaining Ooh, corner. We'll get that. Um, <laughs> so like, so I mean, so but I think I think it's also about kind of finding like those little things like you know we're gonna we're just gonna take a little road trip um and just kind of see where it takes us yeah and no that's the that's a, that's the fun part yeah you know yeah so I mean you know and hit us up with your like how you, how you spe- how you spend yeah. your summer um because we want everybody to take care of the soul uh and we want to you know we probably more than anyone else in teaching need to come back refreshed and ready to That's go right. because there's so much writing on what we do. Like, like, like you're the black guy in the building. <laughs> if you get burned out and leave, then the population, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, don't, we no, don't have no. you anymore. <laughs> no, you gotta be ready. Like, no, I mean, you gotta no, be ready. None of us, is, none of us is disposable. No, right. No. But, but I think that like, especially considering some of the things that we may emotionally and psychologically carry, um, I guess the one thing I would say to our two dope teaching community is have fun. Yeah. Like have fun. Just like enjoy yourself. You know, dance, drink. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. If that's what your thing is. If that's what your thing is. That's what your thing is. Yeah, for sure. But enjoy yourself. That's yeah. that's critical. Yeah, absolutely. You've worked hard. Yeah. Too, you've worked too darn hard not to enjoy you yourself. You have. And be reasonable about what you're going to get done this summer. Yeah. Like, um, do I want to have every aspect of every lesson plan planned but, out by the time I come back? I would love that. But if I set that as an expectation, I'm going to be disappointed. Be, yeah, yeah. I'm be and very I think, you know, get together with your people. Bounce ideas. Talk to non-teachers. Yeah. See ideas. That's what, like a thing that I want to do. Is start to explore. Non-teachers. Is that a thing? Explore people's like perspectives. <laughs> on education so I was yeah. thinking like uh, get off on my little project so this is something I think I'm going to do this summer Okay. so both of my parents grew up in Georgia right yep, and, yep. in particular Columbus Georgia and then my dad born in South Georgia but grew up in Jacksonville yep. but I want to ask them I was thinking the other day what is their experience like with teachers of color you know because I was thinking about Bell Hooks' yeah. book uh, Teaching to Transgress where she talks about like her early experiences I'm yeah. wondering because I think my parents you know, I, I was like, I don't have these conversations with them yeah. about as important as education is in my yeah. family. Yeah. Like, we don't have conversations about what was it like. Yeah. What were your teachers like? Yeah. Who stood out to you? So I think, you know, um, maybe looking into doing an oral history project with my parents and their, uh, you That's know, brothers cool. and That's sisters cool. about, like, what was what was it like to go to these segregated schools yeah, at times and, and the transition? And my both of my parents went to Morris Brown at HBCU yep. in Atlanta. Shout out Mo Brown. Mo Brown. You guys recognize them from Drumline because they were the band that went up against the fake uh, Atlanta University. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, that's Brown, not even a real Morris school. <laughs> Brown, real. There's, well, there's Clark AU, right? But yeah, they, they yeah, made yeah. up like some sort of fake school. It's like, it's like the Spike well, Lee schools that they yeah, always make up. Yeah. What was the one from we, from He Got Game? What it was, was it? called... Uh, uh, yeah, State. It was like something state. I know. I keep like, on wanting to say state. it was college university. God. It was. It was. It was big. I think big it was big state, state university. university. I think that's what it was. Well, but, we'll have to Google that. I'm gonna Google that while you talk. But yeah. But uh, so like that's my plan. I think I'm gonna go into that and just try to get some some stories so that you know, a I can see how things have changed in my experience. But also, you know, I think the kids don't always get how much education has changed because you know I think. There's some stuff that they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm dealing with this oppression and, and, and you know, we don't hear anything about our culture. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. We, we, we were watching the uh, the video about the uh, movie Walkout. Have you seen that? Yes. One of my students suggested it. And we started watching yeah, it's it. Yeah, good you know? movie. And, and I was just like, this is stuff I wasn't getting in sixth grade. Yeah. yeah. Or even throughout all of high school, you yeah. know, all of this other stuff. And I think about stuff that you're doing in your class. Yeah. And, and just helping kids kind of see that there is some difference. Because it's hard when you're in it to be like, you know, what's changed? What's different? But I'm like, there is critical differences. Yeah, and they're no. thinking at a whole new level and bringing up stuff that I wasn't thinking about. Yeah. You know? And I just, 
I want to I want to try to document that change. Yeah. You know, from from real voices. Now, as a parent, yeah. How structured is your kid's summer? How so? We try to give them a little bit of camp. Yep. You know, so they uh, go and do a little bit of summer camp um, at my parents' country club. Uh, they go do like some tennis and some golf and okay. arts and crafts. Okay. So I got them on that bougie. Yeah, yeah bougie <laughs> summer. It's, it's you know, like I so, keep them on that level. It's a, it's a bougie summer for the keep, Adams family. Keep them on that level. <laughs> you know? But then you know, having some space where they do some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I want to get Takari into some science stuff. So we're looking for a science camp for him. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, Sophia loves to cook. Yep. So just like finding things for her to cook around the house. Yep. And just letting them kind of do some of that own exploration, right? I feel like at times what our kids want in school and what I notice when they get a computer is they're like, just let me search. Let yeah. me just go through the computer. And sometimes it's on silly stuff. Sometimes it's on real stuff. Yep. But, you know, I think like the chance for unstructured, like, exploration That's i think right. is important for kids. absolutely yeah what I about th- you it's so yeah it's, it's some of the same stuff uh, tatiana's got two main goals this summer one is to um is to work on like more of her drawing yeah she just really yeah. enjoys doing that incredible and she wants to build a computer really yeah she's oh, crazy awesome so so we're incentivizing all these things so that we can like help her build this computer but she's very excited about this whole thing and i man i have no idea oh, that's awesome. um but I, th- I think a lot of it is just kind of like because she spent the spring just running around back and forth yep, yep, you know yep. and uh just a lot of just a lot of busyness and uh so and you know she's got a soccer tournament this summer and so that'll be cool and then there's gonna be a second one with Whatever her new team is, everybody send us good vibes for second day of tryouts today. Good vibes. Uh, so, um, you know, there will be another tournament in August. And so there's going to be some soccer. We'll send her to a camp. Um, That'll be good. But, it'll, you know, the cool thing is with uh, my with my wife also being a teacher, uh, it'll be good to have some time together. Yeah. No, that, that'll be a without kind of benefit. like. I mean, I was going to say two ships passing in the night. It's more like we're like rushing in the night, narrowly avoiding collision, <laughs> you know, like, and stuff. Hey, I remember you. Yeah, it's like, That's... wait, I know you were running by this morning because <laughs> you, you forgot your coffee. Yeah, like so, so, so. I don't know how y'all do it, two teachers. It's Man, hard. well, I, it's it's been hard, um, yeah. but I think, I think uh, we've had some really good conversations about what all this means and, you yeah. know, it, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be fun. It's and, important, it's important. I mean, I, you know, try to play some soccer, but once again, just like travel and sports like there's just not a lot of places to play soccer outdoor these days because i'm kind of tired of indoor yeah, indoor yeah. indoor is like hockey without pads and like <laughs> outdoor you actually have to know how to play yeah, so, you to put so a... you're just kind of out there doing it but yeah, um yeah. but yeah so i mean i think i, I think that summer's just got to be a time for my own like self-guided learning a little bit of work yeah a little bit of work never hurt anybody a little bit of marathon training figuring out how i'm going to do that yeah, and, do and that. re-engaging with uh with uh, social justice movements in the community, definitely, definitely um, want to do some of that stuff. Yeah. And I may run the uh, the run to the stronghold tomorrow, really, which is at East High School, and it's basically a runathon to benefit Native American communities. You you run, you you give a donation, and you just run until you can't run anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how bad I want to get up. Yeah. No. But no. um. But shout out to them. Sure. Uh, it's being put on by Cafe Cultura and some of the others. Very so good. It's Big cool up stuff. To Cafe Cultura. Yeah, and at some point I wanna I wanna write, like, I don't know. I enjoy writing, yeah. and I feel like, I, I feel like I could write something, and so I might just kind of. That's always the thing. It it's like, I, it. I, yeah, you guys gotta start, you know. Like, yeah. We're like put it out there and see where it goes, you know. Yeah. But so we're cool thing. so yeah. Uh, let us know your uh, what you plan to do to make the best use yes. of your summer. What your summer plans are. Uh, check us out on social media. You would like to do... Uh, I have a complaint corner. A complaining corner. All right. So we're in the complaining corner now. Yes. All right. So what's on your mind, man? All right. So, um, (laughs) folks, people, people. I've been... um, I've Okay. So there's a local newspaper in Denver called Westward. Um, and I opened up the Western. I went online, didn't open it up because I don't go on, you know, I don't like that ink on my paper, <laughs> my fingers. <laughs> no, I don't mess with that stuff. But I went online and so it says, the title was, uh, what one of the local school districts is doing to recruit more teachers of color. Oh boy. Which I'm, I'm support. I love teachers of color. But, <laughs> well, but, yeah. but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm very close to them, you know, yes, like a yes. part, personal interest in teachers of yes. color. And being one in this district, this in large this district, yep. um, I get frustrated when I hear them 
you know, saying, well, we have to find out all these people's about, we'll talk to all these other experts about what it means to be a teacher of color. Why aren't y'all coming to us? Why are you not coming to the teachers of color in this district and talking to us about, and and they, and here's what bugs me, you know, like in, in respect to all my people from Georgia and Chicago and New York, but when we got to pull transplants, right? There's something that you don't know about, like growing up here. Yeah. And they're talking about like how the mayor and these people in this group are going places, spending big bucks to like tell people that there's Man. like black churches in Denver. Uh. And, and, and I, but like part of me is like we, okay, we get it. But are you telling me there's we don't have these people in our community? Right. And one of the things that I heard Jeffrey Duncan Andrade talk about is let's set up some programs that go into schools and start talking to our seniors, right? Yeah. We have seniors who are leaving, kids of color. Yeah. That said, you might your school impacted me deeply. Yeah. But we're not reaching out to them to keep them in the teaching game. Right. Right. And then they Well, because we want them to do something better. Better. Right? Right. We want them to do something better because you can always fall back on teaching. Right. I guess it's looked at as a slow thing, and I don't want to sound like I'm hating on the brothers that come in, uh, sisters that come in from out of state who are attracted to these programs. You know, my TFAs who are doing big things, my teachers of color who are going through TFAs. Shout out to you, I love you. But I, I'm wondering what what are we doing to make sure that we are getting the the people who are part of this community. Yeah. Who, who grew up in Denver. You know, I love working with you and my other colleagues who are like, I'm a graduate of Manual High School 94. You know, I, I think that means something when you tell kids that, look, I this is where I've been. Yeah. I know this city. And, and mad respect to my newcomers, you know. Yeah. But uh, look, if you don't know where to get your hair cut on the east side, yeah. you know, you, you got some growing to do, right? Well, like, there's a, there's a part of this that's incredibly maddening, and I feel like we touched on this, on what I'm about to say a little while back, but the thing that's really maddening to me is that, yes, you have these recruiting efforts, and yes, you go, you go out of state, you bring yeah. people uh, from from apparently, like, states that just have people of color. I guess yes. we don't have them here yes. in Colorado. Yes. <laughs> but so, so you go out and you do this, and you recruit and you encourage, but there's no recognition of what kids of color will be contending with if they choose to go into teaching, right? That's right. It's like, okay, yeah, come, we want you to teach, but we want you to do four years of an undergraduate degree, and then you got to do two more years of a certification. That's you know right. what? While we're at it, we're going to roll a master's into it and make it three, but we're going to add, and then we're going to ask you to work for yeah. a year or maybe a little bit less than a year for no for pay. For free. For free. And then we wonder why the system privileges kids who come from more middle-class backgrounds. Like, like for me, I was very fortunate. I came through the first teacher-in-residence program. Yep, yep. If it hadn't been for that, I would not be a teacher today because there, there just is, like, no flexibility anymore. And, and, like, I was able to work and pull down a paycheck as I was taking care of my business. And so I, I look at... I look at this stuff the same way you do, yeah. where I get frustrated, not because teachers are coming from other states no. and shoot, you know what? That that's cool for our kids. Yeah, they, respect. You know, we got we got a guy from the UK who's going to be joining yeah, us yeah. next year, and that's going to be fun for the kids to have somebody from a different part of the world. But the thing is that for all the hand wringing from the higher ups and from all the hand wringing from school leaders and uh, district leaders and politicians about doing this. Yep. It's like they're trying to make a revolution happen within a very restrictive and, you know, sort of backward system. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, we're going to work within this box and we're going to make a revolution in this box. And it's like not going to happen. But we're never going to address the real cause of why. Why are there not people of color going into I mean, education? It's so it's, like, it's, there are so many complexities, right? Yeah. It's, but it, I think it goes back to a lot of the failures of the system of education. Yeah. Why would I want to go into something that was really negative for you? Me, right, right, exactly. I was going to say the I, same I was like, this thing. was a horrible experience for me. Why would I work but in a school? Part of me, why I went into teaching was like, I want to change it. Yeah. Because I think there's a different experience out there. And the young brother who they were documenting in the Westward, you know, his big thing was he was like, I couldn't get jobs because I had a drug, a felony offense on my yeah. record, right? Yeah. And so I think about other things like that, like the policies, hiring policies yeah. about who do we hire yeah. when that background check comes on. Yeah. And you have a possession of marijuana, yeah. you know, in some school districts, yeah. that keeps you from getting hired, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, administrators and school districts, the people who are in charge of these hiring policies and yeah. HR departments need to really think about well, who, who am I saying 
is automatically pulled out of the pot yeah. with a lot of these policies. Yeah. And and who am I giving the advantage to? Yeah. You know, and this is why I encourage all of our, I think we've talked about this, get on a hiring committee. Yeah. If you are a teacher of color, get on the PC committee, get on the hiring committee. Yep. And, and, and really try to find, you know, solid applicants in your community because yeah. they're out there. Yeah, and also recognizing that uh, teachers of color are going to come from a different type of experience, you know. And I think I, th- I think you're exactly right. Like, I don't even necessarily see the uh, the background check as being the biggest impediment. What I see as being the biggest impediment is that there are innumerable glass ceilings, right, yeah. for people who are trying to rise to that level. And, you know, if you are a person of color factually, you're more likely to have come from humble beginnings. That's right. You're more likely to have been raised by people who are living from paycheck to paycheck. That's right. And so, like, you go to this job that requires a lot of training and a lot of free time and a lot of this kind of stuff. And then they say, but don't worry, we're going to pay you thousands of dollars a year. <laughs> right? You're going to get paid. Like, I look at some of my friends from college, some of, some of my brown brothers and sisters from college who are doing other things and making good money and yep. doing that kind yeah. of thing and being able to give back to their community and, and to, you know, their families especially. And I'm kind of like, I can't fault them for doing that because when, when you when you come up in struggle – you're, you know, giving back isn't the first thing on no, your mind. No, that's not. It's... You know, but I think that there are ways to incentivize that. You know, uh, one of our colleagues actually posted on social media, um, you know, the importance of compensation for teachers, like really good compensation because the work we do is so important and we want people to come into it. There, there a while ago, I don't remember how long ago it was, maybe it would have been three, four years ago, um, University of Colorado Denver was actually trying to create a mentorship program where they would find teachers of color within the district who mm-hmm. are all within like d- different is- districts in the Denver metro area and they would attempt to bring those people I was recruited for this yeah. bring those people on you and you would be like a part-time employee of your district part-time employee of the mm-hmm. university and your job was to mentor like juniors and seniors who might have an interest in education and and it was like this kind of partnership and that sounded really cool um it wasn't developed enough for me to be able to like want to do it yeah, but yeah. but i mean things like that can be really good and uh i think we got to start thinking differently about all do. of this stuff in our we got to think we got to think differently about teacher training we got to think differently about teaching endorsements yep. you know we have to think differently about linguistic and cultural differences that's right that's um right. you know i i know a teacher um in our same district who struggles to get jobs because of her accent which is crazy and it's like which is crazy when you think about the type of district that we are yeah. we have students with accents so it's like yep. if i want to see someone like me yeah you know that's who we should hire. we have that like and and so there's a there's very little like cultural responsiveness when it comes to the teaching population and yeah. even though our our yeah so so i endorse this complaint <laughs> I, i'm on board i'm with sorry it. i just started reading it and, and I, I wasn't i wasn't I felt like I was getting mad at the brothers and sisters who they're bringing in, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm just mad at the system that 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 says that that for some reason we don't have the people to go into yeah. it. And I get it. Overall, Colorado has a teacher shortage in general, yeah. right? That and that and that may about. also play into larger systemic flaws. The um, you know, uh, one ninety one is yes. a big reason people yeah. people don't want to teach. And you know, I remember when teachers leaving after their third year seemed like crazy and yeah. now like i'm excited if somebody makes it to their third, third year, year you so feel it's like good. Yeah. yeah so it's like i mean i, I think th- i think there's also that that the, the overall climate is very difficult for teachers in general but but i think you're right i think that there is a basic assumption that if we are going to recruit teachers of color we have to somehow lower the standard and oh, that we have to somehow and we somehow have to look the other way. And there are other programs, I won't name any of them, but there are other programs that honestly believe that teachers of color cannot teach kids of color because they think, which flies in the face of all this research, but they think that we are going to go easier, easier on, kids. on kids like us. And, you know, and it, which is ironic because I feel like I have to check myself because sometimes I think I I'm tougher. I go harder on kids yeah. who are like me. And that's not always just on my part because yeah. it's like, you know, like, but what I found supporting those kids is is the more direct I am about why I am on them. That's right. And the more I say, hey, listen, 
we don't have enough brown people in my AP class, and you can make a difference by just being just here. Just being like, here. Take trying you know, something different. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just, it's unfortunate because there are the, there's a lot of conventional wisdom when it comes to teaching diverse populations. Um, and yet, what do we see over and over again? Kids like having teachers, teachers of color. Of it's good for all kids. And, you know, from the very basic reason that not everybody um, has the same experience, I'm, th- I'm thinking about Queen Ilfiger, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, this is an individual that for whom school was not it's the not, easiest not thing easy. in the world. It was a challenge. And for whom school was something that she felt alienated yep. from. And now she is a proper queen, queen. in her classroom That's and right. in her school. You know, and so it's, it's pretty... Uh, you know, and disrupting the system disrupting that she found system. that was so, so I was talking to another, oppressive to her. I, I was talking you know. to uh, someone uh, that we work with on on social media, and um, and we were talking about you know uh, you know how we sort of advocate for things that we believe in. Yep. And I told her I found her to be uh, a very strong disruptor, and then yep. I commented, "That's a really." That's a really funny compliment to give a teacher. Yes. It's like you're totally disruptive. Yeah. Um, but I almost have a vision of like t-shirts, you, you know, hashtag disrupt. Hashtag disrupt. Hashtag, hashtag disrupt. Because that's what we're doing. That's, that's what we're doing. We, and, and, and our leaders who make these decisions, I know y'all are listening. Yep. And if you're not, you should be. Um, I know that's that our so. leaders are um, like they need to be willing to disrupt in a constructive way yep, yep. Um, as well. And speaking of which, um, in a future episode, everybody, we will be uh, playing host to uh, city or city council, uh, <laughs> school, school board, board uh, candidate. candidate at large, uh, yes. Julie Banuelos, who is uh, a dear friend of mine um, and who is just too dope. Yes. And uh, she is running her campaign for this at-large seat. Uh, and it would be great for great for kids in the in the uh, Denver Public Schools. So yep. we'll be having her on here in the coming weeks uh, to kind of hear what she's got to say. Definitely. Yeah. So you know, um, so like, so we should probably address the elephant in the room, which is that wh- that we're that we're, what is what's, what's going to happen to the podcast over the summer? Well, we believe that we're going to keep on recording. Because yes. What we, we would like to do is we'd like to start hashing out and and like. And providing a place for some thoughts and ideas that you all, as an audience, will find productive um, and useful and interesting and probably a little bit of lighthearted, you know. Uh, maybe uh, maybe we can get some more music that's kind of light, like yeah. that summertime vibe, yeah. you know, <laughs> like yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but we want to know what you want us to talk about. What do you want to hear us talk about? How do you spend this What time? questions do you have? What are you struggling with in your practice uh, you know, what do you want to learn more about in your practice? I yeah. think that's what we're, you know, looking for is suggestions from y'all. You know, one thing I think that would be kind of fun is if, if we have certain things that we're trying to develop and we kind of, and we share some of that stuff as we kind of go forward. I'm, I'm my, uh, my hip hop studies unit is, yes. has been expanded to a hip hop studies and popular culture class. Yes. And, yes. uh, and, and, uh, Kev was a little salty about I that. I was a little salty. Cause, cause it kind of came down to it and, um. He gets to teach it cause he's language arts certified. That's right. Language arts certified. It's a language arts class. That I makes got, no sense to I me. I got quals. I got qualifications. That makes no sense to they, me. Principal was like it was like in the Nas. He was like in Streets Disciple when when she's like she's like man come come get this boy because he's because he's writing mad verses and his verses are wild wild <laughs> that's what I'm gonna be doing um, so I mean I think that I think we're gonna be doing a little bit of that um, did we talk about the hip hop summit yet do we have not we've talked about it off air. Uh, off mic so the other thing that we want to hear from we want to hear from you if you were at the hip hop ed summit in New York City yes. uh, last weekend. Um, the Wu-Tang teacher clan is thinking about taking a little excursion yes. out there in 2018. Um, but Hip Hop Ed, uh, we want to know what conferences you're going to. We want to know where is the great thinking happening? Yeah. Where are you finding refreshment? And how do we like not just find our place within this system, but how do we sort of carve our own spot and, yep. and sort of rework the system? Yeah. But, but uh, you know, so I think, it'd be, I think it'd be a lot of fun to sort of talk through what we're doing and, uh, and hear what you all are working on. Figure that out. No, yeah. I, I love that. You know, I've got all sorts of ideas coming to me. I've uh, been thinking about this idea of expulsions which yes. uh, as a union member, I think we have, you know, there's a lot of well, movement. This is, isn't this where we, like... S is where things, you know, become, yeah. become I think, controversial it as becomes, a union member. It becomes tough. And a teacher if, of color. If you're an intersectional teacher, right? That's right. Where, like, I stand in solidarity with my brothers and sisters in teaching, yep. but I also stand in solidarity with a six-year-old 
That's right. Getting, getting suspended. And, you know, so for those of you who haven't been following uh, Denver District 1, I believe, or is it all schools? Uh, I think Denver, Dis- Denver District. Denver District 1 has basically issued a, I don't even know what to call it, an edict. An edict <laughs> to get rid or of... Or a policy shift. Um, basically saying that um, until the children cannot be suspended or expelled until fourth grade. And that's an Which interesting it's thing, big. right? It's um, big. You know, it, it creates a lot of controversy. A it lot does. Of people feel a certain type of way. Because on the on one hand, sides. you know, on the one hand, as a teacher, I want control over how I manage my classroom yep. and how I protect the learning environment in general. Yep. On the other hand, I know that our people are disproportionately expelled and suspended Crazy and disciplined. Rate. And so and so I think I mean, I, I remember years ago, like watching a teacher pigeonhole a kid that she had just met who's going into preschool, ECE. That's crazy. And it's like, and so we know that these dynamics are there. So, I mean, we'll definitely be following up on that and uh, and how that all kind of works, so, you know. Yeah, big issues coming. Big issues uh, coming. You know, this year's over, but uh, there's another one on the horizon. Yeah, we'll, this year has been too dope. It has it's been, it's been fun dope. to get this uh, get this. I want to say thank you uh, for being a great uh, uh, podcast uh, mate and a, a personal a mentor. Partner. A podner. A podner. I see what you Hey, I made that up, y'all. But, you know, like, we wouldn't be doing this without you being motivated, saying, let's do this. So, and I think, you know, it's a part of my life that I was like, I never expected to have a podcast. So, yeah, right. <laughs> thank you, brother, for, you know. Oh, man. Being the driving force. And I think, I think hopefully we're doing some good work. I hope we are. Um, You know, and, and honestly, like, I can't think of, I can't imagine doing this with anybody but you. Um. I feel like this has been this has been our PD man, and this has been our this rest has and rejuvenation. Been the PD. And you know what? It's really affirming to hear that. Now we we do have to be clear. This was your idea. Um, was it my idea? It was your idea because we were listening to the oh, yeah. to the Denzel podcast. And we were like, we could and do you're, that, and you're like, we could do that. I'm like, we could do that. We and could do that. I think I got a mic, and I think Audacity is a thing. And like, once we worked out the tech, I think there was, uh, I think it was a great opportunity. But I think that like, I think that this is a great space, um, not just for ourselves, although that's a really big yes. benefit. Yes. Um, but just to know that others are tuning in and are receptive to it. Receptive and that, that to people, it. People, you know, we've had some people in high places saying that they're. We have. They're hearing what we're doing, and I think, you know, we're bringing up a subject that I that's on the tip of everybody's yeah. tongue. Is, yeah. is what? Wait, so what's the title? What's, what do we do about all the black kids? Is that a book? Is that a book? That, yeah, that's, is there it's a, a book? book? Something like that. What it's. Is, I don't think it's called "What We Do with All the Black Kids." <laughs> I think. I think that would be a problem. It, it's there's well there's uh, why are all the black kids sitting, sitting together? together in the that's right. That's right. And then, um, and then, and then Chris Emden's book is very similar to that. Uh, it's for for white teachers who teach in the hood, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is in the gentrified hood now these days. But yeah, there's a lot of work around this, but still, like our our experiences don't um, typically you know, get out there a little bit. And we really hope that uh, this has been really good. But yeah, man, uh, as, as for Padnas, I, I couldn't Podnas. ask for anything else. And um, and I think that I've really appreciated uh, your positivity, your optimism, and uh, and just having a few laughs both uh, both on and off mic. That's right. That's <laughs> the right. off mic stuff, man, that's, you know, that's just between us. But that's like it. on mic, I feel like we've had a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to like planning some stuff this summer, yeah. and uh, you know, assuming our wives let us escape for a That's little right. while to, I think we can to engage in this off to engage in this foolishness. And uh, but yeah, man, it's been great. Yeah. I, I, 2017, 2018 is it's, a rat or no? I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, I know. This is I can tell I'm getting old. <laughs> 2016, 2017 is we're, we're over. is wrap. Closing the book on this one, and uh, and looking forward to the next one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, so remember to check us out. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Two Dope Teachers, Instagram at Two Dope Teachers, like us on Facebook, the Two Dope Teachers and a Mic uh, Facebook fan page, and Maybe I'll uh, be on social media over the summer. Oh man! Probably don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. <laughs> don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. Uh, and then we also, uh, you can, for for those of you who are old school, you can email us at yeah. twodopeteachers at gmail.com. Um, we will be looking for you. So, But until then and until our next episode, remember, stay, stay dope. dope.